sitting with our Shap of the Week. It's senior running back Trevor Sabraco. And Trevor, last time we had a Sabraco in this room, he kind of took over the interview. When it comes to being a little brother, and so you and Bryce are kind of in the same spot with two older brothers that have come through the program. As the last Sabraco through, what have you learned from your older brothers, you know, in this experience that is being a Westlake football player? I try to look back on what I can remember about Westlake football. Right, My brother, uh, Kalai Cordova, graduated in 2009. So I've just grown up loving being a Westlake chaparral. You know, you go to a school, like an elementary school, like Valley View Elementary School, right? Yeah, you don't call yourself a Valley View Cardinal. You call yourself a Westlake Chaparral. And then Blake, you know Blake. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and make impressions of the coaches like he did when he was the Chaparral League, but I think he showed me what it's like to be a Chaparral because I got to like live it. I was in middle school while he was going through his varsity days at Westlake, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be in his shoes, right? And it's it feels like so far away, and here I am now, a senior, just loving every second of it. Did you realize that on Saturday during film that you had the most carries of any Westlake tailback against Austin High? You know, I didn't realize that, but my body definitely realized that. I, I forget the drive, but it was like eight. It was like nine, eight or nine carries on that one drive. Come off the sideline, Coach Rhodes is like, "You good?" And I was like, "I might be getting too old for this stuff, man." <laughs> In moments like that where opportunities happen, you're a guy that really represents what I would call the epicenter of why this program is what it is. Complete and total buy-in that are in it every single day, not for the ability to start or play every single snap, but who are in it for the collective spoils, if you will. And spoils, you know, you got a ring, you got a medal. Oh, yeah. And and the best thing is, is that when, when it's tangible like that, and now your senior year comes around, I won't call it pressure because that's not what it is, but that there's that hunger that's there, Trevor. Can you describe that? In my position group, especially, we have so much talent. You look at guys like Jack Kaiser, Nate Acosta, young guys like Grady Bartlett or... Ben Krizan, Zach Benford Wiggins. It's selfish for me to be like, oh, I want to be in there. I want to be starting. When I look at them, I'm like, these are freak athletes that are going to go so far with what they're doing. And I really love the role that I've kind of just put myself in is just enjoy it. Be along for the ride sometimes. And then also sometimes get 10 carries randomly in a game, right? But the hunger is, this is it. I'm not, I'm not going to college for this. I want to go study some finance in college. I'm not going to be playing football. The hunger is just all these years looking up to these guys. We're here now. Are we going to let 5 a.m. practices get to us and we're going to get down? No. We're going to stay in the moment, enjoy every second of the moment, just play our hearts out, and that's the hunger. It's hard to imagine in a place like Westlake that you have a group of kids that understand what blue collar actually means. You know, your bring your lunch pail type of mentality, the grind that's a process that has a result. And in talking with Coach Salazar, especially in his first year as head coach, and then talking to some of the players, and they've all kind of talked about it in the different ways, but it's kind of the same really main idea of this is the result. This is the equation. We will not deviate. You know, this is almost like a big math problem, and we know what the solution is, but we have all of these little incremental steps that we have to do. And Ford actually had a great take on this. He said, you practice in the afternoon for football, you've got homework, you've gone to class, you've digested some lectures, you've taken some notes, maybe even a quiz, perhaps even a test, then you've got all of the social commitments, and then running through your head is football. At 4.30 in the morning, you're not thinking about anything except just being up. And your entire focus is right there in that little moment 
what I was doing before this was sleeping. And, and it was such a cool little anecdote. And I said, that makes a whole lot of sense. Your brain is off. And the first thing you do in the morning is football. What kind of advantage does that give you? Well, I think the advantage is, I mean, right before you go to sleep at night, what are you thinking? I got to wake up for football practice in the morning. <laughs> and when you wake up for football practice in the morning, you're like, oh my God, it's cold outside or something. Or But let's go practice, right? So you go to sleep thinking about football, and then you wake up thinking about football. I don't know about psychologically, but that I think it does something. It's the little things at Westlake, right, that you know just gets everyone bought in to the program. Everyone gets excited about it. So we talked to Jack Kaiser a couple of weeks ago, and he said, you know, you walk into the running back room, and you realize that if you looked at Trevor Sabraco, you'd say, well, there's our All-American right there, just because of the way he carries himself, the way he acts, the way he practices. And I, I thought about that, and I said, your starting tailback doesn't feel like he's in charge. <laughs> and that is a kind of a unique thought process of how that running back room exists, because what really stands out, Trevor, is Coach Salazar every Tuesday morning. And when he's going through the production sheet and he's saying, how many running backs have productive points? Check, yeah. check, check. And it's not who scored the most touchdowns. Mm-hmm. It's not who had the most catches. You know, Bryce Chambers didn't have a catch and didn't run the ball and still had all of these production points. And he goes through every single one of them, and he talks about the stickers that y'all get in your helmets and yeah. all that stuff. And it's important because when you get your opportunity, it's not so much what you do with the ball. It's what you do without the ball. And you have a role during the middle of the week and in film room that even your starting tailback says, you know, he's the guy. <laughs> and uh, and I think that's a really unique position to be in, Trevor, because we've done this before. We can all be productive. And it's led to you being productive, Ben being productive. We've seen ZBW make a 17-yard a catch. We've seen him truck dudes down the sidelines. Oh, yeah. you know, he's looking oh, to yeah. hit people before he's looking to score. So you just have a really unique group in there. Can you give us a little behind the scenes of what that room is actually like? First off, I mean, that's very nice of Jack to say. I mean, I don't know if I'm in charge. I don't know if anyone's in charge in that room. It's kind of chaos sometimes. But what's cool is that I've never been in, in sports. We don't care. We want everyone to do good on the field, and we don't, like, care, oh, I don't want him to do as good as me, right? No, 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 no. Nate can go out there, and he can go break 65, or Jack could go 50, and I'll be like, ah, you know, that was, I mean, it was all right, but look at this next play, right? I mean, it's so cool because I, I, I love, I seriously love every single one of those guys in that room, and it comes, it, it comes back from uh, last year. You know, we got a guy like Hunter Hernault in the room, and I'm a junior, and I, it's my first year on varsity. I'm just kind of eyes wide open, like, oh, my God, it's all new to me, right? And then Jack comes in week three, and I just felt like, you know what? This guy doesn't say a word. I'm going to take him under my wing and try to just show him, let's get him right. And now you can't get Jack to stop talking. In the RB room, when that door's closed right there, oh, my God. He just won't stop talking. Him and Nate won't stop bantering. Just, just the people in that room. It, it really was just a, like nobody, nobody cared about, oh, I want to be in his position. Everyone had their role. Everyone had felt like they had a purpose, I think. It's really made me just love being a running back, love being a part of this team. And I think I, I think a, pretty much everyone could say that in that room. We're a tight-knit group. You know, you hear Jack talk about it, and it's unique because all the coaches warned me, hey, you know, he doesn't say much. And we get in here and close the door, and I have to let him stop talking, which is really interesting for a guy like me that talks for a living, Trevor, because, you know, he has that little almost McConaughey little twang. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and he has a lot to say. And he had a lot to say about everybody else in the room, which is what's always very much amazed me. In this day and age, everybody's looking for instant gratification. Everybody's looking for the attention that uh, perhaps high school 
football can bring them, yeah. not just their team. But as I always describe in, in the community is that, look, that W means something. Those stickers mean something. If we don't check these boxes off of this goal board, none of us get stickers. And I think that's really indicative to how the special teams has kind of risen. Well, I've jokingly said that 2022 is a special teams takeover year, but you know, you play with those guys. You understand how powerful special teams can be to a football team. But from your perspective, Trevor, you know, that's where guys make their bones. That's where guys can, can kind of make a name for themselves as well and help us out. Why does it seem like there is so much that goes into making sure that everybody on this roster knows that they have this role. That's not normal in in most teams across the state of Texas. I don't assume it's normal, but I think it all starts with our coaching staff. I mean, Coach Salazar, you love to play for Coach Salazar. If we're not playing for him, we're playing for our teammate. But I've had the honor of, you know, seeing these 15 years of Westlake football, right, for all I could remember – and we've never been the biggest guys. We've never been the fastest guys. We've never been the strongest guys. But it's always been, who's going to step up? If I'm not going to do it, he's going to do it. And that's what is really starting to come back more and more. You're not going to replace Riley Kennedy. You're not going to replace TJ Shanahan. I think as a unit, we're so confident that these guys are stepping up and they're going to make names for themselves. Rather than, you're not going to replace TJ Shanahan, you're not going to replace Jared Reisinger. And then in, on special teams, I mean, that's just a unique opportunity Everyone's fighting for a spot every single week to get on that special teams unit, including myself. So practice is just all like, I better be doing the right stuff right now. Otherwise, I know the guy right behind me, he's nipping at my heels, and he's going to be on the field, and he's going to be making plays. That's what makes Westlake football Westlake football. And it's just a weird thing to, to kind of hear over and over and over again in several different ways, Trevor, about how practice led to this success, this run that Westlake's on as a program overall. It's those moments right before 5 a.m. It's those lifts on Saturday morning. It's the film session during lunch. It's all those little moments throughout the week that have nothing to do with the game but everything to do with the the experience of being a part of this family. I'm not a big guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And we, we say that in the RB room. RB room's not big guys at all. Me, Jack, and Grady are all like 170, 175. We all say, 170! After we make like a big hit or something like that on the field. And Coach Rhodes does it too. He's in flexes. He's like, 170, let's go! I mean, we don't face anyone better in practice. But we're not going to face anyone who's going to give us a better effort or more heart or more determination out than just a Monday afternoon practice or a Tuesday morning practice. We see the best competition in the state, and we're so confident in that. So that when we line up against teams like Dripping Springs, great team. We're calm, cool, collected throughout all quarters of the game. The difference between your year last year and the role that you started to play, I'm always interested in how players overcome adversity. You've had your bout with injury. You know, we've seen you out there in a full-blown cast. <laughs> and and I think when you talk about just the level of effort and the confidence that comes with going out there with a big cast on your hand, that kind of effort gets noticed not just within the running back room, but it gets noticed, you know, throughout. That so many people like Paxton Briggle, guys that have come through adversity, and now they're on the other end of that adversity, and they're being rewarded with the, the opportunity to actually play play more. You're being rewarded with the opportunity to play more. What have you learned? Well, I mean, there's nothing more to say than I have the obligation. So what? I, you know, broke my thumb or whatever, and I had a whole cast on there. If I was sitting out that game, I wouldn't, that would be a disrespect to everyone who's come through this program. It's an obligation that I've learned from my freshman year. Coach Collins, who's now at Southlake, and then Coach Wilson 
it was it was it was really funny. They would call, they called me Mr. Hollywood my freshman year. I you know I walk in there scrimmage and I, you know that that first scrimmage I remember I had like a 65 yard touchdown and I'm walking into film the next day and I'm like oh man I'm about to get praised. I'm about, it's a 32 base call and I bounce it outside. You know I'm thinking what a play for me. And Coach Wilson goes well Mr. Hollywood you know <laughs> you know what are you doing like you think that's a good play you think that's just gonna work and I'm just like what oh, it's worked since up until now I don't know man it's funny and I realize I'm like I look back I'm like that's what Westlake football is all about if you don't do those little things right nothing's gonna work out nothing is gonna work out and when it comes to injury that freshman year too I was you know I had a little hip flexor injury at the end of the season and I was kind of babying it you know being a little easy on it like oh I don't want to do all this treatment all this stuff it hurts and coach Watkins goes number 16 the guy who just won a state championship, Trevor, yeah, he tore his hamstring like week one. And look at him. He was making plays after play after play. Do you want to be the guy who just babies an injury? Or do you want to be a guy who goes out and makes plays? It shows how, I mean, these, how important these people are. Westlake is like a home that I, I can't even describe. And it's coming to an end. But it's the guys before us, right? Who, who's made it so, so special. I'm confident that the guys after me are going to make it even greater and just build this legacy that the guys before us have set. They set the standard, and we're going to keep setting that standard. I think it's also unique as we wrap up with Trevor Sobraco, our Shop of the Week. It's unique to have a guy that is so aware of that perspective because sometimes you get lost in the grind and you can get lost in playing but to have somebody on the team and a group of people on the team that kind of goes hey look this is how much this means we're not talking about just our year we're talking about all the years that came before and we're going to talk about all the years after and to me the the term legacy has so much more meaning and impact when you talk about it from 30,000 feet up the ability to zoom out and look at life as a whole look at my brother was here in 2009. Blake was here. He's a part of this. My family's a part of this. It is such a unique perspective to have and be so vocal about it. You know, sometimes they're not as hyper aware. You know, I asked Coach Alazar about the same thing. Baseball, you don't talk about the guy throwing a no-hitter. You ignore the elephant in the room sometimes. Uh-huh. The superstitious factor kind of seeps in that we like to talk about with sports. But as a final thought, Trevor, this team has owned it from jump. Yeah, we know we can make history absolutely aware that that is something that we can do and we're going to do our damnedest to go do it to have that collective mindset it's not a coach salazar or 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 a coach rogers or a coach jones or anybody else it's not their vision for you you're the next chap of the week in a in a hopefully a very long season and every chap of the week before you has had that same context of nope we're very much aware of it and we've chosen to embrace it we're going to put the targets on our back and go to work but owning it and embracing it is something that i know you are one of the guys that that preserve that is that is that kind of the role that you think you have it's a role but i think it's everyone's role and that's what makes Westlake Westlake. I don't know about you, but I think it's pretty damn fun that every team we play, you know, on a 10-game schedule, we're their Super Bowl. I'm hungry to keep that reputation. Every single team in the state has a level of respect for us right now and has a level of hunger that is like no other. We want to beat the crap out of these Westlake kids, right? And I, and I love it. I, and I think everyone loves it. Oh, yeah, bring it on. I got this big target on me. Let's go. Hey, shoot your best shot. Let's go. It just gets me so excited because we're coming into playoffs, hoping to make a deep run in the playoffs and finish the job and make history. I think everyone in the locker room is so excited. He's Trevor Sobraco, our Shab of the Week. Thanks so much for doing this. Thank you.